0: It's undeniable that church is changing because of our relationship to technology. At Faithlife, we have a front row seat to that change as it unfolds across thousands of churches of all traditions and sizes, because we use technology to equip the church to grow in the light of the Bible. My name is Kristen Tete, and I make things here at Faithlife because ministry is in my blood. I'm a millennial, but don't turn off the podcast. It just means I'm a digital native, so I can help you. Technology is a tool but a tool without a purpose is useless. So in the Equipping the Church podcast, we'll not only teach you how to use some of the technology you might already have, we'll help you apply what you learn to your context. A few weeks ago, a colleague and I were on a video call with a pastor from Dunedin, Florida. He's a pastor we've known for some time because his church uses Faithlife products. We were interested to hear how his church tracks what's most important to them, and he said, we care about all of the normal things churches care about, but let me tell you about one of the most important things we do as a community. He leaned forward with a glimmer in his eye, and I said, Pastor, tell us more. What Pastor Jerry shared is one of my favorite examples of congregational care. I hope it inspires you today like it inspires me. He lit up as he talked about it. At one point, I even caught myself grinning on the camera because what he described was pure and simple and beautiful and effective ministry. It's ministry that sees people. After our conversation ended, my colleague and I turned to each other and asked, why aren't more churches doing this? At that moment, I knew that we needed to share what Pastor Jerry Rittenhouse and his church, Kirk of Dunedin, do to take care of each other. Every Sunday, Pastor Jerry teaches in his Florida church, where he's been senior pastor for a long time. Winter is when Kirk of Dunedin's attendance pushes 200, but church attendance in this town is spotty in the summer because all of those snowbirds fly back to where they're from in the summer. Pastor Jerry preached a series on the one another passages in the New Testament. And when he got to 1 Thessalonians 5.11, an idea came that would impact every Sunday service thereafter. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you're doing. This admonition prompted a simple and profound idea. Every Sunday, this church would write notes of encouragement to each other, to the community, to people on the prayer list, to anyone that could use a note of encouragement. And the church would collect all of these notes, track down addresses, stamp the envelopes, and put them in the mail on Monday so that in the words of Pastor Jerry, on Tuesday, it explodes mailboxes with love. The church started doing this and now this church sends between 20 and 40 notes of encouragement each week. That means this church sends more than a thousand handwritten notes each year. Norma received some of those notes. Everyone loved Norma. And Norma sure loved everyone. She was the grandma to anyone who walked through the doors of the church. She always cheered on new initiatives and projects in the church, even though she was a senior. When she got sick, everyone rallied around her. Norma began a long battle with ovarian cancer. She spent all of her time at home with an IV. Week after week, she got notes of encouragement from people in the church. And one day, Pastor Jerry visited Norma at home. He was catching up with her and her husband, Fred, when Norma brought up how important the notes of encouragement were to her. She told the pastor, you know, I keep them all. And she showed him this big tin, you know, one of those foot and a half size Costco popcorn tins that you get at Christmas. Well, when she opened the lid, the tin was brimming with notes. She beamed as she told Pastor Jerry that she pulls out that tin when she gets down and she reaches in and picks a note and reads it those notes meant the world to norma and as pastor jerry recounted the story to me i heard his voice break on the other end of the line norma wasn't the only person encouraged by those notes pastor jerry says the notes have created a culture of encouragement in his church so how does his church actually do this During every service, Pastor Jerry holds up the bulletin and says, Gina's getting ready for surgery, Mac is getting ready to graduate from college, and Jordan's brother was just diagnosed with MS. These are just a few of the people in our community who would love to hear from you. During our time together today, take a moment to write a note of encouragement to someone on your heart or on our list. Use the piece of paper you got in your bulletin, jot out a note, fold it in half, and put it in the offering plate as it passes. Sometimes Pastor Jerry will even say, if you get bored with my sermon, use your time wisely to write a note of encouragement to someone else. Each week's bulletin includes a paragraph with a list of the most current needs with the most urgent at the top. And people don't fall off the list if they have ongoing needs. Pastor Jerry said some people stay on that list for years. The ushers give the notes of encouragement to the church secretary who spends a few hours on Monday tracking down the addresses of the people the church doesn't know. She always makes sure the notes go out in Monday's mail. When the pastor visits someone in the hospital or at their home that week, he'll hand deliver those notes. And there are plenty of notes that go out to relatives of people in the church or friends of friends. In fact, the church often gets thank you phone calls from people they haven't met yet. Talk about a beautiful way to bring hope to the community. So what does Pastor Jerry do when he feels a little down? The top drawer of his desk is reserved for his own collection of notes. He chuckles as he says that when he needs it, he pulls those notes out, throws them on the ground, lays himself on top of them, and he just rolls around. (laughs) Of course, I love that. Thanks to Pastor Jerry for letting us share his story. If you want to see what a note of encouragement looks like, Kirk of Dunedin provided us with their template, and we have that for you in our Equipping the Church group on Faithlife. Go to faithlife.com slash etcpodcast. And while you're there, tell us what you do to take care of your congregation.
1: Caring for a congregation requires effort and can be done a lot of different ways. And every church, no matter how big or small, relies on teamwork to make it happen. In a recent article in Ministry Team Magazine, author Matthew Boffey talks about the importance of how different strategic partnerships within the church can help foster a culture of care. The biggest takeaway I got from the article is that a healthy church leadership team is more likely to produce a healthy church body. It's a familiar analogy, right? When your cup is full, you're able to fill another's cup. There are so many different relationship pairings in the church that are important, whether it's between a youth pastor and leader volunteers, the tech team and the worship team, or elders and the pastoral staff, you get the idea. So as you work and serve at your church this week, can you think through some of the partnerships within the leadership team that need extra care? I want to provide you with some questions for you to ponder as you drive to work or go for a walk Whatever you might be doing right now, as you listen, how can your relationship with fill in the blank be more gospel centered than work centered? Where can you improve trust and communication? What accountability structures can you create or improve? What is the main goal of every worship service and how can you be more transparent in the day to day? As you ponder these things, know that they are simply meant to prompt healthy conversation. The time that you invest will lead to healthier relationships and ministries. Let us know how you are caring for your congregation in the Faith Life Group. Go to faithlife.com/etc podcast. If you'd like to subscribe to Ministry Team Magazine, go to ministryteam.com/etc.
0: Congregational care requires intention to stay in touch and one spot to keep track of all of the messages you send and receive. For a church looking for a great and free one-to-one and group messaging platform, I encourage you to take a look at Faithlife. Faithlife offers messaging to groups, which means you can send everyone in your small group a message and they can respond to the same thread. It's really useful. My personal favorite is message topics, which you can start to talk about a particular topic or theme. These are conversations that can be ongoing or limited to a certain period of time. You decide. As a leader in your church, one of the most important things you can do in faith life is send messages to an individual. This is a great way to stay in touch with your people and have a one-page glimpse of everyone you've connected with recently. Centralizing your messages in Faithlife means that you can seamlessly send messages on your laptop, your desktop, and your mobile phone via the Faithlife app. And the other benefit of connecting with your church via Faithlife is that you can point them to groups they can join for continued connection. To start using Faithlife messaging, go to faithlife.com, create or find your church group, invite people in your church to the group, and find the little conversation bubbles at the top right hand of the Faithlife menu and select new message. Type the name of the person you want to send a message to and send them a quick note of encouragement. Do you use Faith Life messages to take care of your congregation? Tell us how in the Equipping the Church community at faithlife.com slash etc podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by Faithlife and co-produced by Amber Smith and me, Kristen Tete. Our audio technician is Jack Underwood. To subscribe and learn more about how to equip your church, go to faithlife.com slash podcasts slash etc. If this is useful to you, take a moment to rate and review the Equipping the Church podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. While you're there, give us your ideas for future episodes. And as always, we love hearing your stories, so share them with us at faithlife.com/etcpodcast. Thanks for spending your time with us today. Blessings to you in your ministry.